we're all protecting you. We have, we have all protected, protected you. you. About my marriage? About what you told us about your marriage. With the mostest? We you told us. Okay, I don't know. Don't, don't ever so bring so you guys around me. Let me tell you something. The only thing. If I want to see that, I would have wrote it. I'm not really sure what I've done to you, Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Hot and Bravo podcast, part of the Buttered Pop Network. I'm Eddie Estrada here with my co-host. Matthew McFarland. What's up, Edward? How are you? I'm doing great. I just had a nice, warm um, oat milk matcha uh, tea latte. <laughs> I, I knew I'm you were feeling... going to tell everybody. I knew you were going to be what? like, oh, I just had a matcha latte, and I feel invigorated. I do. I feel refreshed <laughs> and ready uh, to go. It's uh, no, I'm not complaining because the sun is shining, but it's... 51 degrees outside and it's, it's very the cold. end of may yeah um it's chilly it's chilly maybe because the cold winter has come to tom sandoval and raquel no no i just you know we can cut that it was no let's I'm just keep kidding. it in but um i think we should start with vanderpump unless you have any bravo news to discuss not that i can think of right now no um i think we should start with vanderpump so we watched the finale or the reunion part one live yes and then we have also watched the pumped up edition on peacock on peacock the next day y'all you okay just all i will say is that uh 43 minutes is how long a a, a, the typical broadcast episode is without commercials this is 56 uninterrupted minutes. Yes. 56. So it's 13 extra minutes of footage that is not just filler. No, we get a lot more of the story. If it's like RuPaul's Untucked, like if you're not watching Untucked, you're only getting half the story. No, and no but really. It, but really. I, yeah. So let's just, let's just dive right in. Well. It's also just so overwhelming. Like where to begin? Well, here, here, here's, I'll start with this. I think Andy was so smart. To separate the three main characters yes. and interview them and get their stories separately. Because already things aren't matching. Tom up. is fucked up his story and he didn't you know, triple check everything with Schwartz and with Raquel and everything's already unraveling. So thank you, Andy, for just keeping everything, you know. Yeah, and the the cards that it's that it has before each of the the interviews, the one on one interviews, it's like we have give Tom a chance to come clean. Yes. Ariana to share her, her, her side of the story. Yeah. And then Raquel to explain how she got caught up in all of this more on that later. Like we don't get a single lick of footage of Raquel in this reunion, except for her sitting in her lone trailer, watching a live feed of the reunion. It's, it's so Which I wild love. to me, but I love that. Like, you know, when Raquel, you know, threw that restraining order at Sheena, probably trying to get out of, you know, yeah. taking any accountability for this. Uh, Andy and Bravo said, no, no, we will figure out a way to make this work. Like, you will not run away from us. Um, and it's kind of wild. Watching her watch it, like, it's, again, there's really no emotion, no remorse. It's it, it it's really kind of creepy. Yeah. Truly, like, a groupie, like, a cult uh, follower, like... Well, there's just a, obeying orders. Well, there's a point, and I think we I, we got to just start talking about the reunion because right off the bat, when Tom Sandoval even tries to say a single word, Lala and James are on him like freaking dogs. Oh. Like they are just like, "What? Shut well, up!" And like, Ariana too, like because he starts to cry yes. immediately. Yes, and I. I don't know if I'd be as aggressive, but um, but that's why we love them. But I, yeah, I would be like, no, 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 no tears. You're going to be an adult and you're going to give a real good apology and you're going to do it, like, give it to us straight. And he couldn't do it. Yeah. And James is more pissed off than I think we've seen him in a long time. Yeah. And it does make sense. I mean... What kind of what kind of sets him off the the big first time, which is I guess the fist fight that almost happened, uh, was because James uh, Sandoval brings up that James, when he was twenty one years old, basically slept with Kristen five days after they broke up. Right, and he was like, so like, why can you come after me like for getting with Ra- your girl Raquel? 
And James is trying to explain, like, it's not, and everyone is like, it's not the same thing. Like, what people keep having to bring up is that you are bringing stuff up from ten years five, ago. six, seven, eight, nine, ten years ago. You know, yes, on the show and in our lives, we're going to have ups and downs. But, like, at this point, we're oh, the, all that stuff we should be, we should not be doing because well, we've all learned from that, or, or well, theoretically speaking. Yeah. I mean, you have to think about it. Like, Lala did it, what, two years ago? Like, and stuff like that. Like, she was, I mean, she was a mistress herself. Um, it oh, wasn't no, that, that long not ago. Not two years ago. It was like five years ago. Oh, five years ago. Okay. Yeah. Well, maybe it's time seems shorter. But I think what, what they need, what Tommy's understand is like, if you want to frame it on the James and Kristen situation, like Lala said, these are life partners that they had. This mm-hmm. wasn't like a Kristen, like you're scrounging for pennies, waiting tables, living in like a gross apartment. Right. And then you meet Ariana, who's going to be the love of your life. Right. This is Ariana, the love of your life. This is right. Raquel. The woman that James thought he was going to marry until she broke off the right. engagement. You and Kristen's relationship, you guys had both been cheating on each other like yes. nonstop. Y'all had broken up when James and Kristen had gotten together, even though, even if it had been five days later. Again, but it was so long ago, it doesn't even matter. It, it just it, It's mind-numbing hearing him bring up the same yeah. thing over and over and over and over and over again. What really set James off, though, and I thought this was fucked up, is when James is like, who am I? And Tom's like, your motherfucking James Ken. He goes, yeah, what does that mean? She goes, uh, nothing. And James is, and even Oriana's like, you guys were brothers. And, and James is like, I thought you were, yeah. you're the one who called me your little brother. And Tom is like, I don't know what you're talking about. We only talk like once a month, if that. And then, of course, I'm so glad the editors did this, but they cut immediately back to Rochella, where yeah. Sandoval is paying for, for half, everything, uh, uh, half of everything. He's so gung-ho. And... Since day one, Sandoval was James's champion and James's advocate. Yeah. So to pretend like they don't have a special bond is ridiculous. It was very, but again, very rude. Sandoval and Ariana brought this up. Like Sandoval will take any move he can, and to lean in on, oh, me and James weren't that close. That's one of the only cards he can play to make this seem not as bad as it is. When James and Sandoval are like almost at each other's throats, like with their fists. And he got in there real quick. Good for him. Yeah. But they cut back to Raquel and she's like smirking. Like, I think she thinks these men are fighting over her. No, she's delusional. It's crazy to me. She like is smiling in the trailer and you're like, girl, they're not fighting over you. That's not what this situation is. Like James is like, I hate you because you are not the person that I thought you were. Yeah. Well, and they get more into this on the pumped up version, but the parallels between Tom and Ariana when the Kristen thing was going on and now Tom and Raquel when the Ariana thing is going on, it's eerie how similar Sandoval is playing the game. Well, it's the same story of we come to find out that – um, the reason Sandoval didn't want to break up with Ariana was because like the dog was dying and she was going through a her lot. Her grandmother had just had died. Tour, you know, like the, the restaurant we, was opening. We had been intimate for so long. We've been yeah. having problems and forever. That's literally verbatim exactly what was going on with Kristen, like with her grandmother, like her grandmother died. You know, they had tickets to concerts and shows and they had events that they had to go to and they, it wasn't the right time. Right. And again, I do think it's different because Kristen is Kristen and Kristen and Tom were never going to be forever. Forever. However, it's eerie that all this time later, Tom still thought he could play the same game. The problem is, is that you had Ariana. You had like a morally, ethically, pretty sound person going through this with you. And again, your love was pretty, was like legitimate. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And all that happened was like a makeout before like things really kicked off. But this idea of like, oh yeah, Schwartz and Ariana and her were friends doing mushrooms and and getting together, blah blah yeah. blah blah. Now you're dealing with a tool that's not a sharper, not a sharp L, not a sharper L. Well, what am I doing? You're dealing with a tool that's not nearly as sharp as the one you were dealing with a year or uh, ten years ago, and it, it's just so so disturbing. And yeah, it's so clear that Raquel is coached and that she's going to do exactly what Tom told her to do. But she doesn't have the I, – I think she's going to trip up. She doesn't have the wherewithal to, like, think on her feet, to 
Uh, well, and again, already things are unraveling for Tom because Schwartz, whether I don't know if this is planned or not, but Schwartz is singing like a canary. Well, no, I think it's planned because I think I, I realized in the pump up version because we get a little bit more into uh, the Schwartz and Sandy situation and Greg Oof. and Tom Sandoval pretty clearly like throws Greg under the bus and is like, you know what? He was the reason he had to put his hands into everything and stop everything. And Sandoval, Schwartz goes, it was both sides, though. It was from both sides trying to be like, also Sandoval did that. He also kept defending Greg, like in this situation where Sandoval was like, basically Greg was the worst and like held us up. And he's the reason we didn't get anything done. I think Schwartz realizes that if he doesn't basically give up Sandoval, he's in for it. I think we're also going to see, cause Schwartz still went to winter house. Yes, he did. I think everyone is going to be asking him about it at winter house. And I think people are going to be like, dude, you got to you either got to like tell us the truth and tell the world the truth or you're going to be going under. Like, there's a reason you're so right. I think he needs to come clean one thousand percent. And if if Schwartz knows what's good for him and Ariana kind of said this on Watch What Happens Live a couple weeks ago is if Schwartz should be in therapy full time and if he just went full tilt on Tom Tom and Schwartz and Sandy's and gave his all into making those just the best places for people to go for a good drink, good food and a good time. And it just left Sandoval out of it. I think his life would just improve exponentially. He would yeah. finally learn how to be a responsible, capable human being. Yeah. An adult. And honestly, there are ways like give Sandoval the credit in terms of the branding, in terms of all that, like find a way to keep him involved that way. But in terms of, everything else operations like work with Greg and not everybody else and let just, you know, yeah, it seems like Schwartz can do that. And he has been doing that. He's been there like every night, like making sure people, and Sam, yeah, I'm sorry, but I'm so glad that also Lisa got a chance to be like, I was hurt when y'all, well, especially Sandoval were like, we don't want Lisa. We want to go out on our own. It's like, what the y'all don't know what you're doing. Exactly. You have no idea what you're doing. The only thing you brought to Tom, Tom was the brand, the marketing, like your, your, your name of Eve, as Lisa always talks about. So, Greg was fool. Like, it's Greg's fault thinking that you guys had any sort of business business acumen because you don't. Yeah. Greg should have known that like if he was bringing you on, he was only bringing you on for the, the name. name. And now that's nothing. Nothing. Um, I'm glad that it got hammered in over and over that like no matter what Ariana and Tom were going through, you either work on it or you break up. I'm glad yeah. that kept getting hammered in over and over and over again because well, it's the truth. Whoa. So the pumped up version. Yes. They confirm that something, I don't know if something physically happened between Raquel and Tom at Coachella 2022, but apparently Sheena says that apparently in the hot tub alone while Ariana was sleeping, Tom Sandoval tells Raquel, uh, we're open, which Makes sense that that rumor started going around with Allie and everything because yes. it wasn't Katie. It was probably came from Raquel. Yes. So things started to, and I, but, I, I mean, and it makes sense because I, I, we've all felt this too, that things started to cook before August, July okay. when, when they started filming. So here's a couple of things I want to bring up. So first of all, I think that this, in this pumped up version where we, where we see, uh, Oh, Sheena talking about when Raquel told her after Coachella that Tom Sandoval yes. told her they were an open relationship. I think this is going to be, um, could be part of Raquel's escape route. I think this could be one of her, uh, this is, I was wrapped up in this. I was told there was an open relationship and that they like, then he fell in love with me because we were in this situation and it wasn't supposed to happen this way, which could completely throw Tom Sandoval under the bus, which is why I think they might be waiting for people to like do their contracts because they're like, oh, maybe Raquel was bamboozled this whole time, which I don't think that's going to be the no, case no, at no, all. No, I don't no, think no, people no. will buy that, but I think that's maybe what they're waiting for. Okay. But also, there is this rumor online that maybe this started when James and Raquel broke off their engagement and that part of the reason that Raquel broke off the engagement was because she was falling in love with Tom Sandoval. You know, it doesn't feel that far-fetched. And the only reason they got caught now is because they had been doing it for so long that they got so comfortable and they were out in public and they got caught that way. 
Yeah. Which honestly, well, I think also hiding under the guise of me and Ariana and Raquel are best friends, best friends all together is it's a good cover to hide under, especially when again, like Tom and Ariana, although committed to each other, go off and do separate things a lot because they yeah. have different kind of, uh, she's more of a homebody and he's more of a, you know, uh, a not homebody. Also so messed up about Joe and Schwartz and Sandoval and our, and Raquel all going to big bear, big bear skiing under the guise of a skiing trip. Ariana just thinks it was Schwartz and Tom. First of all, didn't know that yeah. Joe went with them or that Raquel went with them. And I love that James was like, Raquel hates skiing and snowboarding. She hates it. So clearly she only went yeah. to screw to around with, with Sandoval. Yeah. And so Joe, this freaking, Joe character. Oh my God. The girl, the girl Joe. I love how they just call her the girl Joe. The girl Joe. Yeah. I just love that. I, well, it's just, it's so crazy to me because, you know, January is also this time where Ariana is telling everyone like, oh, we're on an upswing. Like yeah. we're being intimate. We're being close. Like we're spending time together. Like things are working. Like it's so great. It's just so, 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 so messed up. It's, it honestly makes me really mad about how much they were taking advantage of Ariana. Yes. You know what I mean? Because she clearly was in a very vulnerable space. Yes. And she, and I loved the, I loved when she told Andy, she goes, you know, when your partner of 10 years tells you something, you give them the benefit of the doubt. You believe yeah. them. Like, yeah, they're going to whatever. They're just, go, you know what I mean? Like they're just hanging out because that's my partner of 10 years. I trust him. And we've been through so much. It's like, it's, yeah, why wouldn't I give why him? Why wouldn't yeah. I? Um, and, yeah. Tom Sandoval is a piece of crap. And uh, what, what I loved about Schwartz kind of spilling all the beans and being just like super upfront. It's like, we got such a clear timeline of everything. So basically just to clear up the timeline for everyone, let's just start from the beginning. So apparently now there was maybe a, a moment in April at Coachella 2022 where Tom gave Raquel the idea that maybe they could start something because they were an open relationship, whatever, maybe something percolates July, August, they'd start filming. And while they're filming the night, of the Mondrian, the guy's night, something happens between Raquel and Tom, right? Yes. And then the wedding happens. At the wedding is when Schwartz and Raquel uh, make out. And by the way, like Raquel and Schwartz, like this thing between them started, which is crazy because like... Well, the Mondrian, we find out from Ariana that they actually had sex that night in Raquel's car. So, and Schwartz doesn't know that. He and Raquel, again, this thing is happening between them. Maybe it is, maybe it isn't. But Raquel, obviously is fully aware. It's so yeah. fucked up. So then we get to Sheena's wedding where the makeout happens between Schwartz and Raquel. But then we also have heard that Raquel and Tom made out in the stairwell, uh, by someone else that was at the wedding. Yeah. Super fucked up after the wedding, they hook up again. And that's when Schwartz finds out that, uh, we've ha- Oh, we had a one night stand, even though there've been a couple, there've been a couple of, hookups of some sort at this point yeah so that's when Schwartz find out is the end of august beginning of september right and so then we have the labor day party the labor day party is when ariana's um is that when the grandma dies or when the dog dies um, no grandma no dies. the grandma dies grandma dies tom doesn't leave the party he wants to hang out with raquel some more um tom claims though that after the quote-unquote one night stand even though that we know that it wasn't that was supposed to be the end something happens around life is beautiful and the the affair is fully in full swing. Yeah. Because life is beautiful is September and September and Bravo con is when Raquel, like a psychopath shows up in the fucking Tom, Tom sweatshirt. And Katie mentions that Schwartz, uh, cause Katie makes a comment about it to Schwartz and Schwartz says, Oh, she's not here for me. Yeah. That was November. Wasn't it? That was October, November. November, Confirming that Schwartz is fully aware that something's going on. This lie that he thought that it died or that it fizzled out is a lie. Oh my God. It's Um, all so crazy. And Andy also points out that like Raquel and Ariana are hanging out and going to, uh, going to, um, Tom Sandoval, the most extra shows together. Yeah. All this crazy stuff. And then we get to January when Ariana thinks everything is on an upswing. Everything's great, but like, uh, they uh, Raquel and Tom spent uh, holidays together in St. Louis. Fucking psychopath. Uh, and then yeah, January and everything's great. Uh, but then Raquel and Tom and Schwartz and uh, the girl Joe go on that trip or whatever. Um, meanwhile, Sh- uh, Sandoval is conspiring with his therapist to figure out a, f- a way to like break up with 
uh, Raquel. So it's just so clear that Schwa- that Sandoval and Raquel were trying to figure out a way at some point to see, like, how do we get away with this? How do we get through the reunions? How do we get through all of the interviews, making it seem like, like, a, a play out of to- 2009 or 2010, like, how do we figure out a way to make it seem like Ariana and I were always going to break up and she and I just found something together afterwards and, like, let's make this all squeaky clean. And then they blew it. I'm, well, I'm dead. They blew it the first moment that they slept together, but that's that on that. Um, but that's sort of where we are now with the timeline and with everything. Yeah, it was a great uh, first part of the reunion. I'm excited to see the other two parts. And I wonder what Raquel's going to have to say. I, I'm very interested to see how her interview is as well. The one on one. Does Andy. Allie ever come on? And uh, she is, I believe she's okay. going to come on. Charlie, we don't know. Uh, <laughs> and I think Brock comes on as well. Um, uh, should we move on to another show? Let's do Jersey. Okay. You want to do Jersey next? Okay. So this was the Teresa gets married special, uh, which was worked into the season as like the fine. We had the finale last week of Jersey, but then this is like a special bonus episode before we get the reunion next week. Cause this is very important stuff. Teresa's getting married to Louie. It gives some insight into the family dynamics now. These girls, I got to say, the Judice girls all seem like they're on edge. They all seem like they are a moment's notice from, like, bursting into tears or fighting somebody. Yeah, they all seem – yes, I completely agree with you. It, it, they they seem very um, on edge. You're right. And it's just so sad that they have clearly been – so poisoned by this entire situation. I think being born and raised on reality TV has really messed with them. Yeah. I think, um, I think being at odds with the, the only family they have left, like, and to be, and like they've, as they've grown up, they've lost family member after family member after family member. Not from death, just from their mom being like, we don't film. with them Right. Anymore. But then also grandparents dead. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, it's, it's, incredibly traumatic and yeah they were like crying at one point and they're all getting mad at each other for crying it's like like, who made a cry who's talking about uh, uncle joe who's you know it's very very intense yeah um i really feel for them they also got mad at jennifer aiden because jennifer aiden comes in and is like you know joe's not here and they're like who's bringing up my uncle and it's like okay give Jennifer, a break. She's only doing what the producer told her to do. Like and that was clearly a, a go ask Teresa about. Joe but I Gorga. did think it was very sweet what she did with the little the locket with the photo that she could bring down, totally. put in her bouquet for the aisle. Totally. I thought that was really beautiful. Totally. I I thought Teresa, her dress was beautiful. I thought that like um I, it it felt good to see her so happy. However, like the hair, I know. I mean. Every, everyone said everything about the hair. So I'll just say like, Jesus Christ, what the hell? I just, it felt good to see everyone else have the same feelings. Like everyone no. at the wedding, including Louie, including the girls, including Margaret and, and Dolores and Jennifer, everyone had the same feeling of like, what the hell? What kind of creeped me out though, was that like, J- Teresa said she was doing it for Louie and Louie was like, oh no, this is what Teresa wanted. I don't know. Yeah, Louis, seemed, Louis kind of threw her under the bus. He's like, well, the veil it, it makes was her tacky, feel beautiful. The hair was tacky. I thought that the, 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 all of the, the extra stuff, like the, the burlesque performer and the people in the outfits and the, uh, just the, the sword swallower. The swords, yeah. It just, it, it's like, are you kidding me? Like, it's just so, it's, it's too much. It's too much. It, it's so it reminded me. Okay. It's a shout out to Kelsey, my old roommate. I have watched so many, episodes of like my big fat gypsy wedding and like <laughs> gypsy sisters and all of those shows. And it's giving a very gypsy, yes. um, wedding. Yes. I'm just so lavish over the top. I just got to say, I, uh, we had tons of guest stars and guest appearances, cameos this episode from all the housewives universes. It was great to see, but <laughs> I housewives universes, <laughs> but my absolute favorite cameo was a darling young woman speaking with uh, Dolores, uh, Nicole Greco Pepes. Oh, God. Teresa Vena. So tell me whether or not I'm going to be at an effing wedding next year. Oh, my God. It's like, so Like, it was ridiculous. so good. I love that woman. I want a whole show about that woman. Nicole Greco Pepes. 
Teresa's trainer is she is she's everything to me. It's insane. I um, I just I don't know. I it's very I I'm very worried for Teresa. Um, you know I just I I just see down the line like this dynamic that Louis bringing into the family. Yeah, I just see it going going left i just see like i see a world in which like the girls and louis are at odds one day because louis is kind of keeping Teresa locked away in a tower a little bit like i just i see that family turning on each other now that joe melissa are kind of out of the picture and they have no one else to fight i think that they're going to turn on each other i also was getting this weird vibe you know like when you watch those like scary movies and like there's like a vampire and they're tr- the, the weird f- older family who is like trying to marry <laughs> off the vampire. And they're like, oh, he's just normal. It's a normal wedding. <laughs> Let's just go on with about? it. What are you talking about? That's how I felt Louis' family was what like. What are you Louis. talking about? You know, like in like old scary movies where like there's like a big house and there's like a family that lives in the house. And they're like, there's like, oh, we're just marrying off our son to like the young woman who's coming into town. And they're like, oh, it's a normal wedding. But he's like really like Dracula. And, like, <laughs> they're just trying to, like, hide the fact that he's Dracula the whole time. And then she finds out in a moment. I have right before. no idea what you're talking about. I know, like, you can understand the concept, right? That's exactly. It's I, the concept I, of. No, or more like there have been movies where uh, there was a whirlwind romance and they get married. And then all of a sudden things start to come up in their relationship. And the woman goes to the family and the friends. And they're yeah, like, no, but this isn't that. This is the family knows oh straight God, up oh that God. they are getting this woman to be to trapped into this married to this vampire oh. he drinks blood look at his face <laughs> jesus christ but no it just felt like the whole family was like thank god we're getting we're getting her there was an air of that it there was i just think it's so weird that again no one from Teresa's blood family like no cousins or anything no extended family blood family like no, oh, jesus okay yes thank you vampire but no it truly does irk me that no one from her actual family is there because I just feel like that is the biggest red flag ever. Okay. And I, I'm, I don't know. I, I'm really excited to get to the reunion because I really want Melissa and Joe to have their, again, I'm, I don't, I'm not saying they're perfect, although they're not felt too, but comparatively, I just don't think they've spilled as much blood as Teresa has. Okay. I want to ask you one more question before we move off of Jersey. Okay. As we move into pride month, how do you feel by the fact that Teresa has co-opted the term chosen family to, uh, it's just so ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, every, I every five minutes chosen family. It's just, it's, it's bullshit. But speaking of which I'm very excited because it looks like Louie and Teresa have to answer for a lot during, in the reunion. She doesn't want to. And no, nor does he. And I love that Andy is screaming and, and holding down, you know, the fort. Um, and also the Gorgas are not the only ones that have a problem with Louie. It sounds like the Catanias do too. Yeah. Something happens with Frankie and Louie when they um, work together. And again, I'm going to keep saying it until, because again, contracts haven't been signed and they haven't finalized the new cast yet. They haven't finalized filming for the new season of Jersey. I'm going to keep saying it. I think it's time that we let Teresa and Louie go and we just let them, uh, they just got the, let the marriage and the wedding be the happy ending that we all, you know, wanted for them. And the n- current cast and maybe some newbies, maybe some oldies will move forward. We can, l- we can do without the Judiches and without the Gorgas. Yeah. Okay. So want to go to summer house? Yeah. Let's do both of the summer houses. We'll okay. do OG first, and then we'll move into Martha's Vineyard. Yeah. So basically, we're at the final summer party. Um, the biggest thing that happens is that Danielle and Lindsay finally have it out. Well, no, they don't. Lindsay sits there and is like, I'm annoyed that you ruined this really special moment for my husband because he's upset now that you are upset and went around telling everybody how upset you were. And that's all she really says. And then Danielle's like, well, I thought we were friends. And she, Danielle's kind of like the only one fighting in this situation because Lindsay's giving her nothing. And Lindsay's like, well, then I guess the relationship's just done. It's over. Me and my husband are uh, over this, which I felt like she doesn't care about Danielle in, in, any, no. in any case. Once Lindsay and Carl became a thing, Lindsay purposefully made a mental shift with everyone, including Danielle. And... Just 
and little tiny thing again, which doesn't take a lot to get Lindsay on your bad side. No, it doesn't take a lot for her to go off. So I don't think it took a lot for Lindsay to go, Oh, well fuck Danielle. I don't want anything to do with her. And you could see walking into that convo that Lindsay just wanted to tell Danielle, like, I don't want anything to do with you. Yeah. And it's just really, really, really sad. The girls were ready to embrace Danielle and to like, you know, give her love and like to show her that like, we're here for you. Um, it, it's messed up. You know, again, I, I do think Danielle kind of like went on the deep end a little bit. <laughs> this went off the deep end rather this season, but I feel for her and I get where she's coming from. Carl is, I, again, I want him to be alone and to, to continue to be in therapy and to keep going to meetings. Cause like, I just feel like he, he's very impressionable and very malleable. And I feel like Lindsay's a very strong force. Yeah. And I feel like she's having way too much influence on him. She's like turning him into a puppet and it's freaking me out. Yeah. We'll get into the trailer for the reunion and at the end of the talk about this. But yeah, there's something off about I feel bad for Carl. I don't know what it is. I don't know why I'm not like blaming Carl and I'm only blaming Lindsay. And like this is so bad because Lindsay is a very nice person. She's very like she can be very sweet. And I feel like this is like a reality alternate universe that she's kind of morphed into. But yeah, it's it's. It's an interesting situation, those two. I want to talk about Maya and Oliver because. Hoof to toof to toof. So, last episode, or maybe it was two episodes ago, she basically finds out like some girl messages her and is like, Are you and Oliver in an open relationship? And she's like, No. No, what? Um, and come to find out that he's actually cheated on her. And she knows this at the party and he's like flirting with other girls at the party and she pulls him aside and is like, take off your mic. They leave one of the mics on or like they're covering the mic. So we hear everything. And basically he's like, I'm a, I'm a shit person. I shouldn't have never, I should have never done this to you. And she's like, you need to just leave, like get out. Do I think she maybe should have had that confrontation, not in the bathroom and on camera, maybe for the show. Drunk. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. Um, but I, I want to see more of Maya and I feel like her storyline really is, is like she has been so screwed over by the men in her life. Totally. Her last two like boyfriends, she thinks she's finding love. Like I want to see like that journey of her. And I feel totally. like she had an opportunity here that she might've missed. Um, but it's, it's sad to see. And like, you know, I was rooting for her, but like it, it, it didn't feel right with Oliver anyway. She wasn't into it. No. And I think it's, it's a good a way for her to start fresh. Honestly, yeah, I agree. Um, you know, on the flip side, it was so great to see Paige and Craig like sit together, have a conversation yeah, and like make a plan. Like they're going to move in. Mm-hmm. Like they're going to move into each other's spaces in Charleston and New York. And like, if Paige has to be in New York, that that's where they're going to be. But if he has to be in Charleston, then they're going to be in Charleston and they're going to just they're going to take steps forward and like move forward. And it's just very exciting. I love to I think see they're it. a great pair. And I think they like, again, like a couple times this season, they've had just like really honest, like straight shooter talks. And I, I think that's the mark of a good relationship, being able to communicate and just be like, Hey, this is what's this going is on. What I'm like, feeling. Let's just, yeah. Let's, let's just be honest. About let's it. just move forward. And even if they don't have a solution, they're like, we're going to figure it out together. Totally. I love it. The reunion uh, is going to be awesome. Yeah. It seems to be the world against Lindsay and, and Carl. I mean, you have... Uh, it, it, like, the, the, the <laughs> my favorite line is when Lindsay's like, oh, it seems like a lot of, like, money to spend on a lie. And Paige's like, yeah, and that's why I'm confused because neither of the two of you have jobs. No. I think every, again, I'm so glad that this is happening because I think that every one of them has a, and I think they all kind of touch on it. Like there's this like facade, there's this like fakeness, this fakeness about them. And I, I think everyone's just going to go at it. If we're yeah. just going to go after them being like, why does this feel not real? I did also love Carl calling out Kyle being like, Kyle was like, you tried to, she tried to ruin our relationship. And Carl was like, you cheated on her. Like you cheated on Amanda. Like there was, Lindsay was not the part of that. Like Lindsay, like, well, no, I think that, I, I mean, again, we'll see what they're actually talking about in context, but it, I think that they're talking about the claims that Kyle cheated on her with. What's her, with Sam. 
No, I think they're talking about the summer before when Lindsay was like really all about like, oh, Kyle like hooked up with another girl and no one's like talking about it kind of thing. Okay. Remember that? It was like not like last summer, but a couple summers ago. A couple summers ago. It was like right before they got engaged. Many, many years ago. Yeah, exactly. It was like right before they got engaged. I think that's what he's talking about. Got it, got it, got it. Okay. Um, Basically being like Lindsay's not a good person. But... Um, yeah, I'm excited for this reunion. I think it's going to be really good. I mean, the season was kind of just one big long drag of like the same fight. So it's going to be good to see it just like hopefully come to a conclusion. Yeah. Again, I don't think there's anything wrong with like condensing episodes. It Like it, this could have been an eight episode season. You know what I'm saying? Like we didn't need. Well, Andy said, I guess there was a podcast. I can't remember which one it was, but he said that, that, uh, the executive producers for summer house have a really good idea of what they want to do moving forward with the show. Great. They said he, he said they have a really good plan and I think it's going to be more of a mix of city and city and the Hamptons. Okay, cool. Uh, shall we hop over to the other summer house? Yes. Martha's Vineyard. Okay. I question before we begin. I just want to apologize because I think last uh, last week I thought I watched the entire episode and I don't think I watched the entire episode and I rewatched the back end of last week's episode. Okay. Because I made so I said so I was on Team Bria and I am not on Team Bria. Okay, good. Yeah, she's like not the best. No, I and I'm so upset about Mariah in that situation. Yeah. Okay. What so were you going to ask? My question me? for you is. Um, Alex and Mariah. Yes. Um, they are both out of the house. Do you think they should be out of the house? Well, the guy, I think a hundred percent. Wait, not Alex. His name's not Alex. I think his name was Paul. No. I, ooh, I can't remember now. He looked a little bit like Alex. Yeah. But the guy who came into the house last minute, that's Bria's friend. What I what, he, was, he just pissed me off. That's why I can't think of his name. Well, he was only in the house for five seconds. He all I remember is that he said entrepreneur under his name, <laughs> and I was like, he would be an entrepreneur. Uh, he entrepreneur, get it? Because he had he had to take the poop and um. Next yeah, toilet. his behavior, his attitude. He I was so, not about it. So here's my thing. This was like, first of all, Mariah should not be kicked out of the house. No, absolutely not. She had no way to like even talk or like defend herself in the situation. Like Bria feeling uncomfortable. Like I feel like they felt bad because of the dog situation. And they were like, well, we got to make Bria feel better and feel more comfortable. And we just threw out what's his face because of his bad behavior. And like, yeah, she's claiming she was physically touched. Like we can't really, it's just. Bria put everyone in a, a really fucked up position. Yeah, but also they should have brought Mariah in to have the conversation because if Bria and Mariah had literally sat there face to face and had the conversation, I don't think Mariah would have gone home. Also, Amir should have spoken up and been like, hey guys, this is all my fault. I'm the one who put the dog stuff in with the... <laughs> the reason, the fact that he talked about it the next morning and they all laugh about that it. That pissed I me was off. Like, like, I like on. Amir. He's my favorite guy of all the guys. Same. But like... He pit, that made me mad. Okay. Also, sidetrack. Speaking of all the guys, Nick has a girlfriend. That does not surprise me at all. He seems like the type who, until the very last second, until the very moment that he becomes exclusive with the girl, he is keeping all his options open. Wild. Wild. I love how all the girls were like, oh. oh. Because he literally slid into all of their DMs. All of them. Even Janice. Well, even though Jordan gave a terrible performance on Watch What Happens Live, I felt like earlier this week, she I, maybe she was just nervous. <clears throat> she was wonderful with the way that she handled Peter Paul, whatever his name was, that got kicked yes. out of the house. Oh, I loved it. I loved how she literally just took him down every second. She was like, no, you do not speak to me like this. I don't know who you think I am, mm-hmm. but this is not it. I loved it. Me too. Um, Shanice the stalker she's yeah so I uh, she has she, crazy she, eyes yeah. <laughs> she the moment she sat next to him she was like hey personal space on, I was like what in is her going interviews on? and on camera she has this like uh this like da, 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 energy it's very very circusy um yeah and I, I just love that, like, the girls are defending her, and then she slowly did her interviews. It's like, well, yeah, like, I, I did call him, like, a bunch of times. You know, I did call him, you know. Uh, okay, it, calling anyone more than, like, 
two times is too much. I say I say no more than double digits. Double digits? Well, no, okay. No, no, no. So uh, five no. maximum. It, yeah, okay. If if you're in danger. Yes. That's right. Let me clarify. Like you yeah. Yes. Not <laughs> when you when someone breaks up with you, you don't call. No, you don't. You, you don't, don't call. And it, in that situation, I I'd say like twice. Two times maybe if you're feeling desperate. Maybe if you're feeling desperate. Maybe. Yeah. Double digits? No, I, I'm just... Oh, yika. Yika, <laughs> no, yika. I, I had to clarify my position. Shanice and Matthew, best friends. I had to clarify my position. The only, sorry, let me just clarify. The only time that, like, an excessive amount of phone calls below... Like, not no more than double digits, but, like, is when you're in, like, danger. That's what I was trying to say. I just got a little tripped up. Okay. Sorry, um, I'm just a little traumatized because, like, I've been through a situation where I've been called, like, hundreds of times. Triple digits. So, <laughs> so no, yeah, triple digits. So, like, I just... I got a little tripped up with my answer. Um, but I I feel bad for Jasmine because I feel like she keeps getting put in these really awkward positions as like the as the host. Trying to like bridge the gap between like all of these different personalities, but also her new husband and her new life that she it just it's becoming clear to me that like Shanice or not Shanice, sorry, uh, Jasmine just left an old life that was um a lot more free yeah. and carefree and is a lot more settled and she's now having to juggle between these two lives that are now clashing. Well her also, past life and her current life. The pandemic changes people. Like that's the other thing I think is it's like scared her straight into this like new life. Yeah, and I think her husband is now like, Oh, she was a wild child. Wild. And I'm wondering how that will, will you know. I think it's going to cause a rift in the relationship. I, I really do. I think so, too. I don't think it's going to be good, if I'm being it, honest. Well, that would freak me out a little bit. If, like, I married this girl and then I go and then all, like, all these people are are, are referring to, to all of these things that I don't know about. These, like, relationships, these places, these experiences, these situations that, like, oh, God. Like, these seem, these seem like pivotal to who you are they seem like these were like really pinnacle to like how you developed and i don't know these yet and we're married like that would that's trippy i mean pre and post pandemic me are two very different people well that's why i was like i understood why people like broke up during the pandemic like that made sense to me because like you know you you really you you, a lot of push came to shove for people you know yeah People who got together during the pandemic, I was like, you are all making a terrible mistake. Because when the pandemic ends, which it will and it has, like, what's that going to look like? Because that's what life is going to hopefully be for the most part. Yeah. Not this, like, isolated pandemic incident. No. So, yeah. This is a great group. I, I'm really enjoying the show. I'm really enjoying the show. They're really bringing it. And I'm very excited to keep watching. So am I. Okay. Let's wrap this up with... Atlanta. Atlanta had a really good episode this week. I really enjoyed Atlanta. I really did too. Um, I love, again, any crossover moments yes. are always fun. We love Candace. I was watching this and I, in my mind, I was like, if I don't see a live Candace show as soon as possible, we got to go. We got to go as soon as possible. The vocal, her, her. Opening vocals when she started her set and like the drums and the the live drums, live guitar, all that came in. She can really bring it. I was so impressed. She looked and, amazing. She can dance. Um, she can sing. I I know this is. I'm. Mean, we're just gonna start with this because it just it's one of the best parts of the episode. I'm sorry, but I was really looking forward to Drew singing like yeah. a part of a Candace song. And for her to come on and literally just sing along for, 40, for 16 bars. 43 seconds. Less time than it was for Sonya to run her race. I, I, I'm not the biggest Sonya fan, but that was fucking funny. Like, that was a bummer. And to get, get exactly, invite people and say that this was like your debut, this performance. Like, okay, I, I like Drew. I do. And I, I have a lot of compassion and empathy for her because I feel like a lot of her personality as of late is based on the, on the fact that she's dealing with a crazy gaslighting sycophant of a husband yeah um but she does it it is it is very frustrating when it feels like she is trying to candy coat a a piece of shit you know what i'm saying like it's just it it would get on my nerves too she's like really always trying to make seem she's trying to make things seem shinier than they are yeah 
And her relationship with Ralph seems incredibly fraught. Seems like music is the only thing that's keeping them together. Otherwise, he would not be around. That's what I think happens. I think that, like, we're seeing that they put all this work into this project. Yeah. It got 30,000 or so listens, and now it's sizzling out, and now Ralph's over it. And so he's he's on his way out. Yeah, he's like, I can't get any, I can't milk anything else out of this girl for myself, so I'm done. I'm done, so. Um, so, yeah, yeah. I love the little oh-woo-woo-woo moment, a little pillow for us yeah. through Drew. Um, but let's talk about Marlo and Candy, because I think that's the other, well, let's talk about Courtney first. Courtney, Courtney and Candy, and then we'll Ugh. talk about Marlo and Candy. Ugh. So Courtney and Drew and Ralph. Real quick, what cartoon character does she remind you of? She, I can't, I can't put my finger on it. She reminds me of some cracked out, like, sketch, like character or 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 like cartoon or Don't Swim. I I I cannot put my finger on it, but I I want to reach my hand into the TV set. And just strangle this woman. I can't stand her. What is it? Oh, I don't have those strong feelings. Continue. Those are very strong feelings can't stand against Courtney. Um, also, when you said cracked out, the first thing I thought it was selling sunset. And be like, <gasps> okay, Chrishell. Oh my god! Quick little note, guys. Oh my god! Watch the new episode or the new season of Selling Sunset. It's so good. A lot of it is set in my hometown of Manhattan Beach. Holla! So, um. You do, you do not live on the Strand. I but. do not live on the Strand. My parents live in the tree section. Okay, whatever. But anyway, continue. Um, What was I saying? Uh, Yeah, but Courtney has her husband, or not husband, I guess like co-parent and best friend. <gasps> Just Yeah, this was wild. Well, she's, co- she's Ralph's cousin. Yes, so she's Ralph's cousin, but then her... Uh, like life partner, I would I would kind of say like they've been on and off dating for twenty years and now they're best friends and co parents. Yes. Um, for twenty four year old, um, <laughs> which blew my mind because they do they look like they're maybe thirty themselves. Yes. Um, and it's one of Drew's old castmates who was in some like R and B group or like singing group back in the day. Yeah, and, like and she was like, I have no idea whatever happened to you. It's so wild. I did think it was stupid of Drew to FaceTime Candy while Courtney was there when she know. I mean, the thing Drew just like doesn't think things through. Yeah, but like also Drew wasn't there for the fight. Like she didn't know. Oh, that's fair. That's so fair, when that's she's fair. like, she's like, oh, we're gonna come to the show. I got invited to sing. Oh, I'm here with my cousin Courtney, and Candy's like, don't call me with that. But also, yeah, so the, everything, like, push comes to shove at the Drew's event because Courtney's there and Candy's in the back there, room, yeah. And they're having a conversation. And I loved Candy being, like, you trying to say, like, I brought the hood there, like, it's a bad thing. Like, I bring everybody everywhere because, like, I transcend. I'm... I'm worldwide. Like, she I transcend is. all like, people. God, yeah, and don't ugh. forget where you can... If you, you say your family's from the hood... And you're saying your family's like ghetto, like stick with that. Like that's who you are. Don't thing. like Courtney throw them under the shit. bus. Like she, she, it was so clear. She threw that out there to be nasty. Yeah. She was talking to Sonia and Sheree. And now when confronted and the cameras are on, she's like, oh, I, I'm from the hood. I'm proud of it. It's like, then why bring it up? Like, yeah. Don't why do it pl- in the first place? Stop coming for candy. Y'all and Marlo too. Y'all are idiots. Like, I, and I wanted to bring this up because like, you know, Marlo, Marlo, I understand. It's terrible that you lost a nephew to gun violence. That's horrible. And, but here's the thing. What, what Candy's point, I think, this, the, for, 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 since the dawn of time, Candy has been trying to say, Marlo and I have never been that close. And Marlo has tried to become close with me only to gain more clout and only to get bigger and brighter and better in the world of whatever. She has not done it in an authentic real way because she wants to be close with me. She's only done it to be like just a bigger name in the, in the world of whatever. Because, so that's why I totally get when Candy's like, it's not, I'm not being insensitive and I'm not, it's like, I'm not, it's not like I'm not acknowledging Marlo and what she's whatever. It's like, I feel like Marlo's bringing this stuff to me just to get airtime, just to get time on camera. Yeah. So when Candy said it, when Marlo brought up like years ago, the fact that her nephew had died and like, and Candy was whatever. It's like, it's not that Candy doesn't care. I think Candy's just like, we're not that close and you're trying to make us that close. And I've tried to make it clear to you that I don't want to be that close to you because I don't really think yeah, it's great. genuine. Yeah. And I don't think it's genuine. And I don't really like it that much. And it's like after years and years and years and years of trying to say that, it's like how, what is Candy supposed to do? 
And so, and that's the thing is I totally get where Drew was coming from in the situation. It's like, I don't know. I'm sorry, but her, her Candy's nephew got shot and almost died at Candy's business and Candy's business is suffering. Like that is a little bit bigger than what little squabbles we've got going on on this reality TV show. So like, I'm not, I'm going to just call it a situation and let Candy take it from here and let her talk about it. Yeah. And if she doesn't want to, she doesn't have to. Like, that's sort of the rule. Like, that's a good way to go about it. Yeah. And I'm, Marl, I'm sorry. And I love, watch what happens live. Andy was like, Marl, I really don't get why you were so upset. Because it yeah. really had nothing to do with you. Yeah. And like, if you want to talk about your nephew and talk about gun violence and talk about whatever, you're free to do that. Candy, it's not like she's keeping it under wraps. It was public knowledge. It was in the news. And that's what Drew's point was. Like it was in the news. She's not hiding it. It's also just like not really her story either. It's her nephew's. Yeah. So again, Marlo, I don't know why she insists on fucking with Candy. And I think Candy's right. It just feels like Marlo's trying. Marlo wants clout. Marlo wants to be in the upper echelons and doesn't really care about Candy or yeah. who she is as a person. Yeah. Enough. Yeah. We're done. Enough. Uh, what happened with Kenya? She was just kind of there. Oh no, Kenya. Um, she there was. She was talking to. She's doing something for Kenny Moore hair care. I can't remember what it was, but she's doing some kind of. Uh, it's either like a float or what was it? Was it something for Pride? No. Maybe I'm going crazy. She's doing something with Candy Morgan hair care, and she's very excited. And Mignetta is helping with um, something with it, and I can't remember what it oh, was. Oh, yeah. I like Mignetta. I really so do. do. I. Um, but Candy, it looks like next episode, Marlo and Kenya get into it um, yeah. because they're somewhere, and Brooklyn's in the hotel room, and Marlo is banging on the door of the hotel room, and Kenya's like, there's a child in here. What are you doing? Oof. So looking forward to seeing the drama. Um, it's gonna be tough, but I think we covered all the shows, right? Um, I think we did. This week was great. Yes, I mean, lots of I, good TV. I'm so excited for reunion of Jersey to start. Reunion of Summer House. Oh my God, we're in Reunion Land. Yeah, we have Reunion of Summer House, Reunion of Jersey, Reunion of EPR. And once all that ends, we're gonna get OC. We're gonna get the new New York City. We're gonna have the new Sonia and Luann show. Atlanta reunion will be there. Yeah. We'll we'll be there at that point. Um, y'all, it's it's great. Um, yeah, it's just very exciting. If you are not already, make sure you are subscribed to us wherever you listen to podcasts, whether that is SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play Music, iTunes, or Spotify. And of course, Instagram, y'all, hot and bravo, H-O-T-N-B-R-A-V-O-D. And TikTok, too. We've got some new TikToks up, so uh, check that out. We will see y'all next week. Bye.